Welcome to OpTech Insights, where we talk operational excellence, the nerdy tech stuff that drives business, makes workforces effective, and keeps supply chains moving. It might not be sexy, but it sure as hell matters. Your host is Todd Greenwald, Peloton newbie by night and supply chain tech wizard by day. With guests and content from every industry, get ready for insights that could transform your operations. It's OpTech Insights. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Todd Greenwald of OpTech Insights. And today I'm joined by Mark Wheeler of Zebra Technologies. Mark, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Todd. It's great to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you here and I'm really excited for you to share some things that you've been Working on with the Zebra team, Mark is the Global Director of Supply Chain Solutions, and he's got a lot of experience in the space from from all different types of realms uh, outside of even Zebra in his past. He comes to the table with a lot of knowledge in the space of warehouse DCs and, and the supply chain. And that's that's where you've shined within complementing Zebra technology solutions and helping customers. So this health crisis we're in, I mean, there's all these things going on. Uh, things are moving faster than ever. And it's almost like uh, dizzying at times, but where do you kind of start? Help us understand what Zebra's up yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, we entered 2020 with you know expectations for a very interesting year. There's so much change and disruption going on before anybody ever heard of COVID-19. And, you know, part of that was driven by, you know, this continued growth in e-commerce and how that's restructuring the physical flow of goods uh, through the economy. Part of that's driven by technological innovation. You know, we've got AI and ML and coming on and everybody's trying to figure out what does that mean to my business? We've got the industrial internet of things. Everybody's trying out, you know, what is that going to mean to my business? How do I do things smarter and better? Uh, And we've got all this innovation coming in around physical automation and robotics. And again, You, well, you know, guys are doing some great things with like Fetch and some other really great partners. Yeah, we're collaborating with some of our some of our venture partners like Fetch and Locus and Plus One, and it's really exciting times. And then you put the pandemic on top of that. Yeah, uh, it's it's been kind of crazy. Well, I am very excited for you to share what Zebra has been doing and and what your journey's been over the years of uh, transforming into uh, a business that's. Yes, you have technology and you and your focus on technology, but a business that's focused on helping those supply chain and retailer uh, types of businesses and all those folks that you guys touch every day and evolve to get better through through tech through the partnerships too that you that you mentioned. It's all like really exciting and it's a different type of a paradigm than where we've all been in the past. I'd love it for you to share what Zebra's yeah. been doing and and what you've been what you've been up to on this path. Yeah, we were really starting to to see the, a need for a, a, a change in thinking about supply chain execution and how systems can support that. And uh, having worked in you know plant and warehouse, uh, as you said, for over thirty years, warehouse to me has been this remarkably stable operating model. You know, we have a real time warehouse management system. It interacts with humans through a a handheld device of some kind or a wearable device. You know, voice wearable display, whatever the client looks like, but you have essentially what we call transactional visibility. You have the defined transactions in the WMS. It has rules, it has zones, it has assumptions about what's going on in the facility, but it can't really sense directly what's happening. It doesn't know that materials are there. It just knows that the person scanned something or keyed something and it it makes inferences based on that. And yet increasingly we have these 
sensor capabilities that can sense the physical world directly. And and that's just a, a fundamental paradigmatic change in how you might run uh, physical operations. And we see that this is not just a warehouse phenomenon, right? It's it's happening in the plant floor. It's happening in the clinical healthcare environment. And to some extent, it's happening even in, in the retail store. But the warehouse is unique because it's so highly structured that we've been directing and con- controlling and confirming activities and material moves in the warehouse through this WMS paradigm literally for decades with really very little change. And yet, as Zebra, we were bringing more and more sensor-based technology to the supply chain. You know, think about real-time locationing solutions. Think about our you know, smart pack trailer where we've got LIDAR and other sensors peering into a trailer as it's loaded or unloaded. And we needed to kind of come up with a way to put all of these, all of the legacy approaches, which, by the way, we know we're going to be around for very long time uh, because of just the way the warehouse market works, as well as these brand new sensor-based technologies and put that all into one context so we can have one conversation with our channel partners, with our customers, um, with the market analysts, you know, everybody who needs to keep their finger on the on the pulse of, of the warehouse market and help guide the end users in making technology decisions. And that led us to this idea of a maturity model where we could lay out, okay, under this paradigm, you know, here's how you progress through the technology and here's what makes sense for you. And as you expand into this new paradigm where we've got more sensors and we can open up, you know, ML and AI to physical operations, here's how you address that. And I love that part. I'm very excited about uh, where things are going and and taking advantage of all that technology that you've been building into the Zebra uh, set, as well as your partnerships. I think it might be good to maybe take a step back. Let's talk about the health crisis. I mean, you and the team at Zebra, we're working with businesses every day together, right? I'd love to hear from your perspective, though, like what are some of the things that you're hearing themes on or where you're seeing areas that you know the the businesses are are tackling technology and and how they're evolving through this whole pandemic that we're in. If you don't mind sharing, like what what that looks like from from some of your engagements that you've been involved with. I think it's very situational in the specifics, but in general, there's a, there's a a lot of uncertainty that customers have had to deal with, and that's manifested itself in in operations. I think there's a a new appreciation for the you know having a supply chain that is resilient there's a new appreciation for managing risk there's a new appreciation for the value of visibility into the supply chain because you can't really dynamically you know change your your ways if you don't know what you have and where it is you know kind mm-hmm. of fundamental themes that are out there and then you have this whole idea of social distancing and and the idea that that becomes a a new design constraint in my operational concept Something that is almost antithetical to the way that we've thought about operational design. You know, we've always put a lot of focus in eliminating non-value-added steps, literally, you know, non-value-added time, minimizing travel. You know, how much effort goes into laying out a warehouse and designing the material uh, storage equipment and and slotting so that you minimize travel time. So you're, you're putting people closer together in many situations. Right. So how do we now incorporate this idea of social distancing into operational design? 
I think a lot of customers are looking at that. And, you know, of course, we have our, we call it MotionWorks proximity, but we have a solution that enables you to kind of track when people have been close for a period of time and you can kind of give them uh, some feedback in real time, said, hey, here's something, you know, that you need to be aware of. And then over time, if you have a positive test result, for example, you can go back and see, well, who has that person interacted with in a significant way? That solution you know, cool. we we yeah. rolled out that you rolled that out very quickly and uh, it's gotten a, a, a tremendous reception but everybody's dealing with with change and of course some customers uh they've just been slammed with demand or they've seen their operational profiles radically change you know or toward towards e-commerce maybe from store-based fulfillment and some have seen the opposite they've seen the demand for their products crash but everybody's mm. seen change yeah. and everybody's had to react and trying to figure out is this temporary is it permanent is it somewhere in the middle how do i react to that that's the truth you know i think it's always good to be looking at your business right and how do i how do i look for continuous improvement but the one thing now you know with what we're going through right almost even more so what what should i be doing i'd like to walk through the Zebra warehouse maturity model. I mean, let's look at these like incremental modernization approach that you guys like to talk about and how you can look at this. If you want to call it a playbook, look at this path and and start to look for improvements. And where can I be as a manufacturer or in this case, like warehouse will zone in to improve and, and harness technology? When do I implement what? And I'd like to... Maybe kind of just start stepping through that because you guys have really built out a nice path for businesses to consider. I think we really break it down into to two sections. Phases one and two of the maturity model we think of as based on you know worker-driven transactional data. So that's the, that's the paradigm that's been in place since real-time warehouse management systems were invented. Right. Real-time in this case generally means sub-second response time. And uh, in, in the Phase one of that would be, you know, probably about, you know, 40% of the market today. They've got basic uh, control of material movements from receiving through shipping. The WMS is controlling that. Okay. Uh, a small or medium-sized business, that might be all that they need to operate effectively and to get the job done as their business grows, either in size or complexity. Complexity can come from, you know, many different directions, you know, yeah. volume, skew mix, what have you, regulatory then they need to become more advanced in the way that they use mobility technology. So even though they're still in that paradigm of worker-driven transactional data with a real-time WMS, they need to get smarter about leveraging wearable technology, making sure that they're getting the the best performance they can in terms of productivity, in terms of accuracy, in terms of minimizing uh, workman's comp repetitive stress in terms of providing solutions that are easy for their employees or associates to learn and use. So if they have a lot of turnover, can they onboard quickly because they've got uh, easy-to-use intuitive touch-based user experiences? Are, there, are they leveraging the, the mobile devices to communicate effectively within the team and not just mm-hmm. drive uh, WMS transactions? Have they made the move to Android? Many customers are still, you know, Using the the legacy Windows mobile devices as we move to Android, there is a there is a huge amount of software utilities and tools that are available, most of them for free from in the Zebra ecosystem, 
so that, that you can operate more effectively. So if you're on the IT side, you know, it's about managing, securing the infrastructure, knowing where your assets are, how well are they utilized? Are they in, you know, where are they in the process? If you're on the operations side, it's about making sure that your uh, people are as productive as they can be. And there's all kinds of tools available to help them do that, including, you know, voice directed you know, utilities, head, you know, wearable display solutions. We've seen a, a lot of interest and growth in wearable technologies. You know, as you move into e-commerce, you move into higher transaction rates per, let's say, unit of revenue. You move into higher returns. You know, these are labor-intensive operations. And so you, you really have to use the right wearable technology to get the operational results. So that's phases one and two are kind of within that that legacy paradigm. As we get into phase three, that's when we start looking at sensor technology and sensing the physical world directly. And, and we sort of uh, carved out phase three as you're applying that to a limited area within the, within the warehouse or, or the plant. And, and that's how most customers get started with us. So you can think of passive RFID active locationing solutions, LIDAR, our SmartPak trailer solution, for example, that that um, you know monitors trailer loading and unloading. We're using LIDAR. We're using RGB camera. We're doing a lot of analytics based on that in real time. And then, you know, storing that data for more strategic analysis of the process. And that's an example of of a targeted area of the DC that drives a lot of spend, you know, it's a lot of expense in, in transportation, but there's very little, typically very little hard data that's really available about what, how, you know, how these trailers are really being packed out. Are they being well utilized? Are they being packed properly in terms of preventing damage, you know, load balancing, all of that information it's, well, it's, it's, it's funny it's you not say there. that we're, we're working with you on a project right now. It's in uh, like early phase right now of, of the, of the proof of concept, but, but it had to do with loading and they dealt with the product. It was a food company that it, it's a glass product. It's in, in glass uh, jar, but they could only load them so high. I mean, what was happening is they would, they would load them too high and they would get to the other end and find, you know, entire pallet of sh- shattered uh, jars because it's too much weight. With the turnover th- topic, right? You talked about that, and workers maybe not knowing it's it, it, things are moving so quickly. You might have told them like, "Oh, it's only supposed to be two two uh, pallets high all the time," but it almost is kind of their second like uh, reminder, like, "A, you're not supposed to be loading at that high," or like, "This is you know," and it's the the system is is really cool how it works and it's solving problems, which it's cost. It's also go back to customer experience. Now I just delivered a bunch of, I delivered your order, but half of it smashed, you know, in, in yeah. this particular case. And it, this, this particular issue was, it was well over a million dollars in damages every year that, that we're working together with, with you on, on this, um, this particular solution. So, so it's, it's hard though, when you're in the back of the truck, how do you really prove how it was loaded? Because those guys are going so quick they got well, 50 other docks that they got to yeah. load. And it's like, you know, there's it's a tough it's not job. A, it's kind of like slam the door and I'm going to the next one. Right. So yeah. it's a very tough job. But like I said, you know, the financial risk is is substantial. Yeah. Uh, even, you know, just emerge charges and everything from the from the uh, carriers. You know, it's, there's there's a lot of cost there. And usually you've got a manager walking around that may be very, very good. 
But to be able to give them in real time an alert such as that, hey, this product is stacked too high, this trailer's you know not well utilized, what have you, in real time is very powerful. It's in the palm of their hand. They can see on their mobile device. They can see really actually every doctor in their entire enterprise, not just in the facility if, if they need to. And then over time, if you're experiencing high damage, you can go back and you've got all the data you could possibly want to do any kind of hard analytics about you know what should we do to, to manage this. Yeah, it's, and it's definitely what, an, very impressive. What we find is that almost any operator, regardless of industry, so retail, wholesale, 3PL, manufacturer, if they're, if they're running a substa- supply chain with substantial size or complexity, they come to the table with a problem like that, that the legacy approaches to solving just haven't gotten the job done. Mm-hmm. So their inventory accuracy isn't what it needs to be, or they're not, you know, they're not managing FIFO the way they need to, or you know, there's there's usually something where, you know, if we could just get a handle on this and we've tried, you know, everything with the legacy approach, and that's where we can start to say, okay, well let's let's look at uh, what sort of sensor technology we can leverage to automatically prevent this from happening or drive those KPIs to where Yeah, and I've, to I've seen some really cool things that you guys have been doing, even like with getting the worker to the right doctor and say you walk into the wrong or into the wrong trailer, it gives you an alert or something, right? Oh, uh, absolutely right. Yeah. A, a, an innovation that came out about 12 months ago, um, there's another fundamental shift <laughs> in how things are done. And it relies on RFID. So if we, if we can get a passive RFID tag on you know the pallets on the inbound or the outbound, what this is, is a wide area passive reader. And, you know, the readers in the past would might be able to cover a, a, a large area, but it basically says it's present or it's not. You know, somewhere in my, in, my, in my field of this antenna is this tag. This particular reader with phased array technology can, can tell you this, the location of that tag within a couple of feet, which means that I can, I can manage a dock with that. So that actually kind of carries us into phase four because now I've got a technology. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say it's like a perfect segue. great transition. Yeah. Now I've got a technology that can cover a large area of the of the operation. So I okay. can cover the entire okay. building or, or the receiving dock or the shipping dock. Very cool. Again, depends on the problem we're trying to solve. But I can very cost efficiently now create a real-time location solution that is sensing the materials themselves directly. Love that. Um, not just maybe I, you know, in the past I may have associated it with a lift truck and then, you know, I break that association. I sort of infer where that uh, materials are. Now I can sense it directly. Really interesting use cases on the inbound. Uh, if I've got product that shows up, I can do a you know a no-touch receipt. Mm. I can automatically uh, or, or very quickly in real time direct that to to where it's needed if it's needed for a customer order. Right on. That's cool. Um, if I've got cold chain items and they're sitting on an ambient dock, I know that immediately. I can mm. take action. I can start a timer. I can start to automatically... Uh, run the business based on what I'm sensing in the physical environment. I think, and that is that is a a real shift from the from the past. Well, at, so now as you start to introduce, like now let's, let's go a little bit further out there. Yeah, if you look at like AMRs though, right, and automation, and how does that now start to lay into phase four? Like where where do we go from at now in that component? They fit into phase four beautifully because they they know where they are. So they're, uh, they're it's like having a mobile real time location solution. So you can make you can use that as a sensor platform, leveraging RFID or cameras or scanners. Obviously, it can carry materials. So if you want to design in social distancing to an operation, the great thing about them is that you can put them into an existing operation in many situations without having to relay out the building 
or start moving materials around or changing aisle widths, you know, yeah. depending on your facility. Yeah. So it's a relatively low risk, scalable way of of taking non-value added travel out of the, out of the process. Well, and that's key. Travel time is killer. The AMRs have been great to have that flexibility, like you said, right. to be able to move, to be able to adjust. Whether right. it's a change in the business or maybe peak types of time frames or whatnot, but the AMRs have been I'm really excited about that set of solutions, but also how it complements your technology and ultimately how it impacts the business. It, it, yeah, it doesn't require a commitment. You know, automation got a bad rap in a lot of a lot of situations in the past because it required that kind of first of all uh, you had to make a a big design decision based on yeah. data that represented the future. None of us are that good at predicting the future. We know we're going to be wrong. Especially it's you with what how, we're in the middle of right now. So How wrong are we going to be? And then that capital had to play out uh, productively over a fairly long period of time to pay for itself. And you know maybe that worked out. And with these, you can deploy them. You can use them. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, you, know, you can take them back. You know, there's a lot of talk about AI, machine learning, things like that, right? And how you can harness it in the supply chain to improve the business. But but as you work on that predictive and adaptive, proactive performance improvement type of a mode, you know, how does Zebra layer in giving some guidance to businesses? Certainly AI is being applied today over on supp- supply chain-wide problems, you know, improving inventory management and order allocation across the supply chain network, very complex problem. Within the DC or within the manufacturing plant, uh, what we see is when we get to a point where we've instrumented the assets, the material handling assets, uh, we've instrumented the people, we know where our people are, yeah. um, and a lot of resistance to that has come down with, with the pandemic situation. True. And we've instrumented the materials, maybe through you know passive RFID, most likely because of the cost of the solution with that. Then we can start to really leverage machine learning and AI mm. to control the warehouse mm. um, yeah. when we can count on that level of data and that level of automated visibility to goods, assets, and people. And that is something that is very exciting in terms of having a warehouse solution that adapts to what's happening in the physical world instead of what we often have today, which is the physical world is constantly changing, order profiles, you know, SKUs, what have you. And the, the warehouse management systems, warehouse control systems, they're kind of static. You know, they're, they're there. They've got the rules that were set up. We've done our testing. We've promoted it to production. We're running it. And then you start to get a mismatch between the real world and the model of the real world that's kind of embedded in the WMS. As that mismatch gets bigger, we start to experience pain in lack of productivity or unable to ship orders or unable to get the replenishments done, whatever that pain is. For some reason, it seems to usually come up in replenishment. <laughs> About it, yeah. And then we, go, then we go in, when that pain gets big enough to go through that process again of reconfiguring, testing, and promoting, then we go through that process again and it starts over. What we'd like to be able to do is be constantly adapting through ML, uh, machine learning, and artificial intelligence to uh, what's happening in the physical world. And that, I do believe mm. we will get there as an industry well, that, over time. That's really exciting. You know, I know you and the team are working with these businesses every day that lean on Zebra and the technology you bring to their operation. Can you maybe help us kind of get a flavor from what customers are telling you and any themes or, or kind of common ground of what what customers are expressing to you and your engagements? We get, we get a pretty consistent view of the future 
from you know, whether we're talking to our customers to our, our WMS partners or or the industry analysts. You know, I think we're we're all in pretty good alignment. You know, it's more about timing. We had a really interesting finding from our recent warehouse vision survey. You know, every year we we commission these surveys, and we'll go out and we'll interview fifteen hundred professionals. We covered the different geographies around the world. We also make sure that we cover both the IT side and the operations side of the enterprises that we're talking to. And one of the interesting questions is we asked them, you know, what are the key uh, uh, performance indicators that are that you have to get right? to be successful. And we asked them, what, it, what is that today? And what do you think it's going to be in five years? And the, when they answered for today, it was all about the, the people. It was about, you know, we got to make our individual workers more productive. We've got to make them work more to, you know, together as a team. So, you know, that's wearable technology. It's, it's communications technology to make sure that we are doing the best we can to, to make sure our workers are getting the job done. As you and and the answer that from five years out was all about okay we got to make sure our assets are visible and highly utilized we got to make sure we're leveraging real time data and that we're really uh, you know operating based on what that data is telling us so our focus here is you know, how do we improve the individual worker productivity how are we going to make that person get a little bit more out going to get a better level of quality that we talk about all the time on, on Optech Insights here. There's key functions that we're all trying to drive for, you know, maximizing the ROA, reducing risk. There's so many things to be looking at in an ever-changing kind of environment like we're in today, you know, almost hour by hour, it feels like it sometimes. But, you know, I really appreciate you walking through everything you shared with us today. I think it's really valuable. And there's some takeaways that our listeners probably can be thinking through, but also maybe a little bit confused as to what to do now. Sometimes you're so close to a situation that it it can be a little bit daunting as to what step I do now. So I do like the breakdown. Any recommendations that someone can can look at as kind of a walking out of what we talked about today and what they can be doing? Yeah, I think an outside perspective is is very valuable. I I would recommend they you know reach out to Heartland, reach out to Zebrae, get the right expert. We're happy to to do an, a walkthrough, assess your operation, and and help you put a technology plan that makes sense makes sense for you. Well, it's super cool to see, you know, the evolution with Zebra and really love what you're bringing to the table to share with us and and talk to our listeners about about what Zebra's doing and and what you guys are focused on cuz it's yeah. pretty awesome. That's why it's a great place to work. It's a lot of fun cuz you do get to see a lot of different operations and how how uh, people operate and and help people get help companies get a little bit better in what they do. And, and having designed and built warehouses in the past, you know, I, I believe strongly that the, you know, your execution technology choices are inherently strategic choices and they're important and they should support your business strategy. Well, <laughs> hey, it doesn't get any better than what you just said. That's the truth for sure. And I'm sure many people listening, they can appreciate that thought there. Mark, thanks so much for joining us today at Optech Insights. It really was excited to get you on here, and I'm just like super uh, jacked to uh, have you on here to talk about all you have uh, shared with us. Thank you for 
the time today and talking to our audience. Thank you, Todd. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Hey, audience, thanks for joining my guest, Mark Wheeler, today from Zebra Technologies. Love what we've been talking about, and I've been getting some great feedback from some of you out in the on our, out in our listening audience. Um, please feel free to hit me up on LinkedIn or wherever you want to connect with me. Give me some of that feedback, what you want to hear more about or dig deeper into. Again, subscribe now to hear more about Optech Insights and what we have coming up. And thanks for joining me on Optech Insights. This is your host, Todd Greenwald. 